The Swain Event Podcast is brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. There are over 100 million pieces of litter on our beautiful Tennessee roadways, and TDOT spends $19 million a year picking it up. Join the Nobody Trashes Tennessee movement at nobodytrashestennessee.com. Brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. Tramel is on the Iris Network's hotline, 90 days, no payment for business internet. Tramel, good morning, sir. What up, what up, fellas? What up? How y'all doing, man? Wonderful, wonderful. Man, that piece on you last night, when I read, boy, I almost had me tears, boy. What'd you say? Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. That was nice, man. What'd, what'd you say? <laughs> the the, uh, the, the article? Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Nice, Rick Laney Marketing? Yeah, that's man. Stuff. That was that was good, man. That was good stuff. Yeah, that was good stuff, man. They, 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 they foxed with you on that one. Yeah, they, they made me sound like a better, <laughs> better, better person than I am, man. That was good. Man, you know you're a good dude, boy. Yeah. Try to be, but man, that was that was good, man. I feel like I could walk on water after that article. So we like super excited about this game this weekend. Like everybody is, right? Yeah, why like, wouldn't you be? Everybody, we gonna Huh? I said, why wouldn't you be? Absolutely. I think everyone I mean, is yeah, I'm excited. All, you know me, I'm always excited for Tennessee football, man. I'm just I'm always, always ecstatic, but I'm always as a fan, I'm always nervous and, you know, wanting us to be perfect, I guess. Uh, but uh, I'm yeah, I'm excited to. Uh, I just everybody just think you know we just give them so much fuel. I, I just hate that you know saying like the fans. I don't really care about the fans, it's the players. You know, cause, I mean they they do they are a better team. I mean, um, you know, I mean I don't think I don't know. Man. I, I'm <laughs> they better they better on paper and they should be better. You know, yeah, man, it's just uh, it's just the trenches that scare me, bro. The trenches is where it scares me. I, I think we're better everywhere else, but they got some monsters, man. They do, and if if our line don't show up and play, eat on both ends, <clears throat> we're gonna be in trouble, and yeah. it's gonna be cold. Yeah, I mean, if I'm if and I'm Mark Stoops, so, if I'm Mark Stoops, I'm putting this game in the hands of those guys for sure. Yeah, man. I mean, and that, you know, and I and I don't, you know, we we put up, we've held our own like against Alabama. They was holding us like crazy, and those are basically NFL linemen out there holding our guys. That's you know, that's been afterthoughts. Basically, our defensive line is we would say afterthoughts considering what they've been through the past couple of years. But uh, they were getting held so much by Alabama, it was crazy. I was calling holding on every single play. I'm like, dude, they are holding the crap out of us out here, man. But yeah, uh, that—that's uh, the only thing that kind of gives me a little bit of cause for pause, you know. And then you know, they did win the games, even though they, even though, you know, they didn't win how they, uh, how whatever rank they are, six and two teams, they won the game. And that's what you—that's what you want as a coach, man. You—you you, want to win the game, you know what I'm saying? Like regardless about points or three points, you know what I'm saying? You win the game, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, you know, um, I'm just. I'm, I'm optimistic about the game, but the off the offensive defensive line scares me, man. I, that's that's what scares me the most about this game and it being cold. So I mean, <clears throat> I think we're better everywhere else. I really do. I think we're better everywhere else, and I think we have the advantage, like a good advantage everywhere else. Uh, but the games are in the SEC are one in the trenches, man, and they're better than us in the trenches. I mean, on paper, like you said, they are. But I mean, you, you know, scared? I don't know. I, I just I felt like last week. They was looking ahead to this game. I, you I really scared. Did, you know scared. I, I can. Uh, you, you can. So you, you like concerned or you like you scared? Nah, I ain't never scared. You, you just said you scared. scared. I'm just wondering, like, what, what do you mean by that? The trenches. 
<laughs> I know what you're talking about. I'm asking you what you mean about your comments saying that you that you're scared because, like, I look at obviously they're better over the season and what they have built over the last couple of years. But I look at our guys and I see a Cade Mays that he got four four games to make a make a point before he possibly goes to the league. I look at a Matthew Butler and some dudes up front on, on defense who are seniors that's just not going – they're just not going to be some punks now. Now, you, you might have the I, advantage, I but either. we ain't going to be I no punks now about it. I don't think there's some punks either, bro. I don't. But, I mean, you, you at the beginning of the year, you were talking about Kentucky having an NFL offensive line. Like, they I mean, do you have mentioned that some of these guys will be playing well, the league. It ain't the, it ain't the first one we went up against either. Yeah, and that's facts. That's that's why I'm, that's why I said the Alabama game and those were uh you know off, that's why I said it gives me a little bit of cause to pause because just because we're playing in the cold and the trenches, the games are won in the trenches. <clears throat> that's what. I'm scared. Like I said, I feel like we better everywhere else. You're right for feeling the way that you do, Tramel. Don't let Swain. Don't let. Don't let Swain bully you. Don't let Swain bully you. Bully him. Ask you if you. What you scared about? You scared? (laughs) Halloween was last week. I I know how Tramel feels. Tramel is is like uh, anxious. He he's nervous. He cares about Tennessee football so much that he doesn't want them to lose. He he. I I go through those same feelings. Yeah, man, it's 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 really that it's really that you know what I'm saying. It's just don't I, it's the trick is really. That's, nice I mean, like you said, if that if it, if it like you saying if I'm scared, I not I ain't scared. But if it gives me any type of cause for pause, it's the trenches in the game. I, listen, the SEC, one in the trenches. I get that part. Any week you you were saying listen like so you were saying like every week like that that you know that the same way it could be for them. I understand. I mean, you know. I understand that. I mean, it's, it's, our tempo you know, could, could just, give them cause of pause. I, I get it. I get it. And but and then you're and then you're saying they're better than us. You're you're clearly saying it. Like you know what I'm saying. So I I ain't just I ain't just being you know cautious for a reason. I mean you you clearly know that they're better than us. I'm well. listen. So I'm saying on paper up, they are a better team as far as depth. I've said earlier this week and this week that the matchup is in our favor, and I expect to win. I expect to win too. I expect us to win every game. <laughs> I, I expect us to win every game. Like, straight up. Like, every season, listen, like, every season, when every season starts, like, that's the only thing that can be perfect, like, in the year to me. Like, you feel me? Like, since I was, since I became a Tennessee fan, that's the only thing that can be perfect. You feel me? Like, I got you. Them I got going you. I'm, I'm feeling. I'm feeling. I'm right here, man. You feel like me? Like a massage. I'm uh, I'm massaging. I'm, I, I'm here. I feel you're, you. You're man. massaging Tramiel? I'm, I'm massaging Tramiel. He keep asking me if I if he feel if I feel him. Yeah, I feel you, man. You're massaging Tremel. I'm, I'm massaging. I'm massaging Tremel. He keep asking me. I'm right here. I'm listening, Tremel. <laughs> you are massaging Tremel. Fallstorm said, like Snoop said, if you scared, then blankety blank, go to church. Rodney says Tremel's all over the place. We, we've had too many Snoop references this morning. Be you easy, Volstor. You can never have too many Snoop references. One person can ruin it for the rest. That is 1,000% true. All right, let's get back to the phone. Tremel's got the phone lines light, uh, lit up. 865-255-03. Let's go to Neela Mafia. Mafia, Mafia. Swain. Mafia. Swain. I don't like Kentucky. Okay. And nothing about it, and not anything from the flatlands over by the Mississippi River, those little things they call hills, dig coal out of over in the east. I mean, I just, I just don't like them. 
one time when I was truck driving, now I've been all over. I've been from Miami, Florida to Walla Walla, Washington. Hmm. It's a little town about 120 miles north of Nashville on up in Kentucky. And when I say little, I mean little town. Now, they've cleaned it up some now. I think the truck stop now is a loves instead of the disreputable thing it was before. But that is the only place throughout the entire continental U.S. where I've gotten propositioned by lot lizards of three different genders. And the third had a deeper voice in Vol Nation. And I'm like, I, 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 got, I got to get out of this place. There's it, it, something wrong with it. So when I went and consulted the Bible, I looked up in Revelation 33. Angel poured his seal out, poured his bowl out onto the earth, and a voice from heaven cried out saying, Kentucky sucks. Was that the, I ain't the, making this up. Is that the James? Is it? The King James Version or the NIL Version? It, it, it's the NIL Version. <laughs> now, uh, NIV. Which one? NIV or the NIL Version? NCAA for all that for all that matters. <laughs> hey, been three good things come out of Kentucky: I seventy five South, I sixty five South, and Muhammad Ali. That is true. That is true. That's it. The greatest. Yes, the history. The history of an entire state. That's the only three good things they produced. But on a serious note, uh, Cedric Tillman is the only of him, Peyton, and uh, Valus. Cedric Tillman actually could come back. Uh, Two years. He's actually been having, is he eligible to go pro, and do you think he's got enough uh, film or anything to, to make that even remotely uh, possible? Because I, I ain't going to lie, I'd love for him to come back next year, especially if Hendon returns. Um, he, he, you know, we, we know we're going to lose Cade, but, man, if we lose all three starting receivers, that's not going to be all that helpful. Uh, I'd really like for for Tillman to come back. Curious what you think about it. Thanks. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't think Tillman is ready for the NFL. No, I think if you're just talking NFL, does he need to go or stay? The answer is stay. I don't think he would have a great grade. To be honest, I think uh, speed is a concern. And I think there's a lot of guys in college football that can do. What what he does, and we were talking about getting drafted. There's not a lot of spots. It may it may seem like it because it's seven rounds, but there's like twenty receivers that give or take gets gets drafted. So you got to be best of the best, and they will go find a dude in Utah State and even Walla Walla Washington. It don't matter. So uh, I, I think. Just from that, he needs to return. And he has two more years after this year. Uh, and I think he's very, very important to bridging the gap because we're going to have some transfers at the receiver position. We're going to have some transfers. We're going to have some transfers. We're gonna have, I think we're going to have multiple. Um, guys, y'all, did, has, has Callaway played since the drop in Florida? No. So – and I hate that because you want young players that may not be ready. You have to mold them. And that if they are immature, if they're not ready, then like I think part of coaching at this level 
is being able to do what happened with with Theo Jackson and Jeremy Banks. I mean, it, at one point, those two guys were either knuckleheads themselves or hanging around other knuckleheads. But they matured. They matured because they had coaches that didn't just didn't throw them away. And I think it's important for a Callaway who obviously struggled at the beginning of the season. And listen, he just may be a knucklehead. I don't know. He is. But sometimes you can't save someone. Sometimes you can't. Sometimes you can't. So um, Tennessee, it's very important for Cedric Tillman to be that 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 bridge between the incoming receivers so that way he can show them how to do business, how to work. I think it's important when you when you're passing the torch to a young group that they have someone that show that 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 is a great example. I had it, we passed it to someone else, and that's the way that you have, you know, a consistent play at a position and you have leadership and they know what to do. Somewhere along the line, it was broken. And Tillman can't let it happen. Um so I think it's important for him to come back and bridge that gap because there's going to be some new faces at receiver next year for sure. Jimmy Callaway is the reason Jimmy Callaway is not playing football. And he is a second-year player. So it, it, does he still fall under the umbrella of well, – He has some grown up to do. I ain't debating that. He got to grow up. No, I'm saying like if, if, he, if he's not willing to follow Tillman's lead – Last year, as a true freshman, is, is he really going to do it now? I don't. I mean, I don't know if, if anyone I, was following I, anybody last year, but I get what you're saying. Right, but but even last year, Tillman was still doing all the right right things, and he was an older guy. Yeah, it's, it's you know last year is different, but hey, you know I ain't gonna debate you on that. And I just I don't know, like Jimmy Callaway, like you just kind of mumbled under your breath. He has some growing up. To he do. Some there, growing there, up to there's do. no debating that. My thought process is is that if it's a second year, end of a second year, and he's got Valus in front of him and Tillman in front of him, Javante Payton has come in this year, and he, he's had three veterans in front of him, and he's still doing the same old things that he was doing last year, then is he, is he ever going to actually change? He can. He can, yeah. absolutely, yeah. but will he? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think that he knows, so Probably. we'll see. Let's go back to the phones and uh, let's get Turkey Man. Hey, what was Neil and Mafia uh, quoting there? What what uh, scripture? Uh, I think he mentioned Corinthians, Revelations. Uh, when did you say Revelation thirty three? Something like that, Turkey Man. You you would know. Yeah, well, we got we just got twenty two in my twenty two <laughs> chapters and and my. Uh, King James Version, but Jeremiah thirty three three says, "Call unto me, and I will I will come unto you." That's uh, God's phone number. Yeah, I think uh, Neil Jeremiah Mafia wrote his, wrote his own Bible. Yeah, but anyhow, uh, uh, I've got some concerns. I don't have fear. I got some concerns. My concerns is that uh, no matter how good Kentucky is or how good we is. Uh, Kentucky plays us good every time, and I, I, they've taught, what took a wide receiver and, and almost beat us a time or two, and they didn't have a quarterback, and 
and played us to the line. That, that's my concern is uh, they play us uh, really, and to get uh, motivated uh, concerns me that they would get motivated. Oh, they're motivated. Yeah, and that Both does concern me. Both teams are motivated. And all yeah, the teams you but, play are motivated. Yeah, but not all teams are motivated to like they, they look look past us sometimes, and we've seen that. Uh, and but this this case here is no looking past us. So I think we can beat them. But my concerns is their offensive line. Uh, my concerns is that is they have been building I think more depth than we got. They have more depth. And uh, that is concerned because uh, if we go down in a spot or two, uh, I don't think we we can can compete with them. Uh, we've, there's a big fall off in uh, in some players that you mentioned earlier in your show. Uh, if we have to go, if we have to go to the well, we know the well's not very deep in places. But uh, that, those are my concerns. But I do believe that if we get on them quick, if we if we if we play fast, hard, and 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 uh, the defense uh, takes care of business, and uh, like we've seen them, but I have been concerned about the quarterback picking up first downs and more. But like you say, we've been giving them chunk yardage at that. But I'm concerned in thirty and three. Uh, third down and three, and the quarterback getting the three. Uh, those things do concern me. What do you think about about the special teams? Uh, I've seen them only one scores that they scored last week, week against uh, Mississippi State was a was a punt return. Mm-hmm. Uh, who do you, who do you give the the, the uh, uh, you know thumbs up? Or the heads up on on in special teams, and also the most important question is: Will we have cookies this week? I hope so, man. Lontan Taylor, that'd be great. And talk talk we talk his talk and be able to back it up and make sure everybody's able to get some cookies. As far as uh, Evangel special teams, I'm going push right now. You know, Kentucky has scored a touchdown on a field goal block. They scored on punt return. Tennessee. Has blocked multiple punts so far this year against teams that that that, that were better. Um, well, we blocked the punt against Alabama. Alabama's a better team, but we have we have made some plays in special teams. Now we have uh, given up plays in special teams. Uh, South Carolina. So uh, Kentucky hasn't done anything, nor has Tennessee done anything to make me go hard in one in one direction over the other. So uh, I'm going to wash on the special teams advantage. Let's go back to the phones. Well, I I think Tennessee has a special teams advantage. I talked about it okay. yesterday. Uh, Kentucky has allowed three blocked kicks this year, and Mike Eckler has has seen things on tape twice this year. Prior to South Carolina, prior to to Alabama, that has led to Tennessee blocking a punt. And if if Kentucky has already allowed three blocked kicks this year then I would imagine Mike Eckler is going to be able to identify something on on tape and, and put something in the works that, that will hopefully lead to a, a blocked punt. So I know it's hard to block a punt, 
But it, it honestly wouldn't surprise me if Tennessee did block one just because uh, Kentucky has struggled in that area this year. Well, here's the watch because Kentucky has also made plays and special teams that help them win games. I mean, they blocked the field goal against Florida, returning for a touchdown, and had a punt return for a touchdown last last week. We have not returned a touchdown, returned any kicks for a touchdown. So um, they have good plays and special teams. We have had good plays and special teams. Uh, they have a weakness. Obviously, we've shown our weakness with our uh, kickoff coverage. It is not great. I'm surprised we have not allowed someone to return it on us yet. But we have pooch kicked a lot, forcing the up man to fair catch and, and not giving the ball to a dude named Jamison Williams against Alabama. So I just see – I see holes in both. Uh, I see pluses in both, which is why I'm going to wash on that one. I just, I just can't believe you're – you're not confident in, in this aspect of the Tennessee-Kentucky game since you think Tennessee's going to win by 50 in every other department. No, it ain't, ain't going to be 50. It ain't going to be 50. But I ain't scared. It it sounds like you're scared. And I ain't scared. I don't know what it sound, about. It sounds like you're scared of, of Kentucky special teams to me. And the games against Kentucky ha- haven't been that all that close. Um Last year's game wasn't close. Now, the game before that was close. You know, that was the Lim Bowden game, but 2018 game was, wasn't close. That was a beat down, 24-7. Uh, we did lose to Kentucky in 17. That was close. But we beat uh, Kentucky in 16 by multiple scores, beat them in 15 by multiple times, multiple times, multiple scores. 14 was the same. Uh, hung 50 two straight years in 14 and 15. 13, you beat them by two scores. 12, you beat them by two scores. So it's really been close, like once, two, yeah, like once or twice in the last nine, ten years. All right, let's go back to the phones. Got the Vol Patriot. Patriot. What's up, brother? Good morning, gentlemen. <laughs> How y'all been, man? Wonderful, man. How are you? And I've been good. Had to uh, stay off the air for a couple of weeks. The uh, Ole Miss game had me uh, pretty hot. Uh, the Alabama game, I, I felt like we played pretty tough. So, you know, these couple of weeks have just kind of, you know, been doing me, man. Do you. Do you, boo-boo. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Ben, what's up, man? What's up? What's up, what's up, man? How's the, how's the family? Family's good. How, how's your family? I, I know your man. mom had a, had a birthday over the weekend. She did, man. Happy she birthday is. to uh, Mrs. Fall Nation. Yes, yes, yeah, man. I'll, I'll definitely relay the message. Yeah, we uh, we had a good time. We went to uh, a seafood spot and kind of surprised her. So. Oh, that's great, man. That's great, yeah, man. Hey, let me know so, if you need me throw, throw a, a surprise party for her. You know, I'm throwing one for uh, Brady Hope. <laughs> All right, I'm. A, I'll let them know. Okay. <laughs> so uh, yeah, man, I'm listening, and uh, it seems like the Vol faithful seem indifferent you know and uh for me usually i'm the guy that's just kind of like well show me you know maybe we do good maybe we don't man i'm bringing y'all some pep in your step let's go man what i've seen over the couple two three weeks tennessee can hang with anybody it is a depth issue and it is an attrition issue but i believe that our boys will be ready to go uh is evans playing uh he's cleared to play oh Vols by 50. Let's go, man. I'm on Vols in this one. I believe in us. I think we got the talent. I think we're hungry. I think they're upset about how the games have been going. And I think our defense has consistently played well when it matters against Kentucky. It's going to be a great game. 
But I fear not, my friends. So like I like said. I like it. You like it? <laughs> I like it. All right, brothers. Y'all be good, man. Y'all have a y'all have a wonderful Thursday. And uh, keep hopes alive out there. We got this. I like it. I like it. Yeah, again, Kentucky is more than capable of beating Tennessee. Matchups favor Tennessee because of uh, the offense and the tempo and how Kentucky has, has played. Guys, Kentucky ain't Ole Miss or Alabama. They're not. Now, Ole Miss is a beat-up football team right now, just like Kentucky's a beat-up football team. If you take Ole Miss healthy and Kentucky healthy, Ole Miss is better than Kentucky by multiple scores. We are not playing Ole Miss. We are not playing Alabama. We're playing as a team that struggles offensively in a day and age where you have to have offense. And Tennessee will have to beat themselves, in my opinion, to lose this game. And the Ole Miss injuries, the injuries that happened to Ole Miss, Tennessee was still right there. Now, if an injury happens to Hendon Hooker, then this is, that's a different type of ball game, right? It depends on where the injury occurs and uh, what group it hits. But Tennessee was able to hang with a top 15 team. He had multiple injuries in the game and heading into the game. So, and Josh Heifel sounds confident. I don't know about you, but I saw his comments of all calls. Ben, you heard his comments. We'll get to those comments after the break. Swain event, fueled by Dead and Barbecue. It's brought to you by the Low T Center and LowTCenter.com. Do you know your numbers? Feel like you again. Let us help. Is that as low as you can go? Okay, thank you. Hello, is that as low as you can go? Okay, thank you. What are you doing? Calling around to get the best rate on a car loan. Why? Everyone knows Alcoa 10 is the best choice to purchase a vehicle or refinance your current loan. And with low interest rates and 90 days to your first payment, it's a no-brainer. You can even apply online and sign all the documents from the convenience of your home. Yeah, I don't know what I was thinking. Alcoa 10 Credit Union. It's so easy. Go to ATFCU.com for details. Rates are dependent on credit score and equal housing lender. When you start your own business, you know that branding can make or break a new venture. That's why Swain Event relies on 42nd Street. 42nd Street is a strategy agency focused on finding creative, open-minded, results-driven solutions to brand design. After over a decade of operations in East Tennessee, the brand architects at 42nd Street have the experience and creative know-how to ensure the success of your business branding, logo, web presence, and more. To see a real-life example of their amazing work, you can check out our website at SwainEvent.com. Don't trust the branding of your business to just anyone. Check out my friends at 42nd Street online at 42ST.com or give them a call at 865-382-7007. 42nd Street, brand, strategy, design. Top 100 Barbecue Restaurant Dead End Barbecue is a no-brainer when you are craving the smoky flavor of quality Q. Dead End makes it easy to enjoy their fantastic menu with online ordering from Chow Now for pickup. Or if you don't feel like leaving the house, then have Dead End Barbecue delivered right to your door by Loco Knoxville or Bite Squad. Cheer on your favorite team with the best barbecue around. Check them out online at deadendbbq.com. 
dead-end barbecue. The search is over. Fellas, when it's time to freshen up that wardrobe, there's only one play to make, and that's to go see my friends at Mark Nelson Denim in downtown Knoxville. Find the latest in small batch denim in the heart of Knoxville. Denim isn't all they do, though. Mark Nelson also does custom suiting and blazers. Let your personal style shine with Mark Nelson. If you don't have time to go shopping for yourself but still want that fresh look, then sign up for the NN Society. Let the experts handle the shopping and get $300 worth of merchandise for just $150 every other month. That's six times per year keep you looking styling every day. Let Mark Nelson Denim help you be the best you. Because when you look good, you feel good. Go to Mark Nelson Denim. Good morning, Swain Event Crew. Fall is here, and according to the big box stores, it's Christmas time, too. This time of year is traditionally a busy one for the East Tennessee real estate market, and it will continue through the end of 2021 as well. Most people think the holidays aren't the right time to buy and sell. However, it is one of the best times to jump in the market. To find out more, just give me a call, Jennifer Morris, Keller Williams Realty, at 865-257-7897, or email me at jennifermorris865 at gmail.com. And go Vols! JC's Tree and Landscaping Service specializes in quality tree work done at an affordable price. Trimming and removing trees are their specialty. They also offer other services like land clearing, stump grinding, crane services, and all of your basic landscaping needs for both commercial and residential. JC's will give you a free estimate and beat any written quote by a competitor to guarantee that you get the lowest price around. Don't risk your land with a fly-by-night service. JC's Tree and Landscaping is licensed and insured. Give them a call at 865-599-3799. Litter is a big problem in Tennessee, but together we can do big things. We can make our cities, our waterways, our roads cleaner and safer. The Tennessee Department of Transportation is committed to reducing litter in our communities, but we need your help to do it. There are over 100 million pieces of litter in our roads at any given time, and it costs TDOT about $19 million a year just to clean it up. The first step to keeping Tennessee beautiful is to rally behind these three simple words. Nobody trashes Tennessee. Join the Nobody Trashes Tennessee movement at nobodytrashestennessee.com. We're here with Dr. Michael Carlson of Tennessee Regenerative Sports Medicine to discuss PRP, platelet-rich plasma. If you have orthopedic injuries such as shoulder pain, knee pain, Achilles tendonitis, or tennis elbow, you should give them a call. Good to be back, Jason. We specialize in non-surgical orthopedics, so we treat damaged tendons, ligaments, and joints, including rotator cuff injuries, knee injuries, and elbow and foot problems by using ultrasound-guided injections with PRP. And this form of treatment helps stimulate the body's own reparative process and assist in the healing of damaged tissue. Doc, what makes your training different than others? I've been practicing in Knoxville for over 26 years, and I'm certified in interventional regenerative orthopedic medicine through the American Academy of Orthopedic Medicine. They've been the leader in this form of treatment since 1983. I also teach this form of treatment on a national and international basis to other physicians, residents, and medical students. Here in our clinic, I'm the one doing the procedure, and we're using your own PRP, which are concentrated platelets, to treat your injury. So in other words, Jason, it comes from you and it goes back to you, so you know exactly what you're getting and know exactly the level of training involved. Do what the pros, college athletes, and I have done, and visit them online at trsportsmedicine.com. Tennessee Regenerative Sports Medicine, East Tennessee's leader in PRP therapy. 
more and more Tennessee businesses are switching to Iris Networks for reliable, local, high-quality, high-speed business fiber internet. Iris provides direct internet access from 10 megs to 10 gigs with no payments for 90 days. Iris also offers next-generation business phones with work-from-anywhere capability from the mobile or laptop app. With local sales, support, and service, Iris is a partner in the community. Learn more at irisnetworkusa.com or call 865-448-IRIS. Iris Networks, a Tennessee business connecting Tennessee businesses. Hour 3 of the Swain event is brought to you by the Low T Center and LowTCenter.com. Do you know your numbers? Feel like you again. Let us help. Hour three here on Swain Event, Fueled by Dead End Barbecue. Right now, the official UT license plate is available at Tennessee County Clerk locations and supports scholarships for UT students. County Clerk locations across the state of Tennessee. Swing by. Talk to your county clerk. Ask for the KA plate. Stands for Knoxville Alumni. $15 of your $35 annual specialty plate fee. Will go to support student scholarships. Go to alumni.utk.edu for more information. 865-255-03. Vol calls. Man, that boy Josh Heupel was confident, it sounds, during Vol calls. That's what it sounds like. Coach Heupel was very confident. It seems to me he was confident. Maybe I'm reading into it a little bit too much, um, but he was on the road hitting some Tennessee high schools and it sounds like he's confident about that, about how Tennessee is building relationships inside of the state and he says, and Ben, you, you, I want you to pick out something that, that st- stood out in his comments um, next, but he spoke about meeting some of the coaches around the state, high school coaches, and he mentioned that there are three parts of the states and relationships that uh, are contact sport at the end of the day. So we tried to put a lot of time and energy into making phone calls, Zoom calls, and getting to know the kids that they have on their campuses. Contact sport, yeah, football, but football is – Recruiting in the SEC is contact. You got to make contact to be successful for those that didn't get that. Evaluation, being true and transparent and communicate with them about where we see that those guys are. Get to know some of the players that they've come on campus, whether that's in June or for unofficial visits. In particular, ball games here during the course 
of the fall. But at the end of the day, for me, this is my first opportunity to get out and see them. I think it's extremely important and took advantage of every minute. Love being out inside of the state. That's how you do it, Hypo. When you're talking about recruiting, that's how you do it. That's how you do it. Asked about if he's recruited before in the state of Tennessee before becoming a Tennessee coach. He did say he has when he was at Missouri. He actually recruited the city of Memphis. That was one of my recruiting areas and spotted not Nashville a little bit. But just recruiting different spots that I've been, this is my first time representing Tennessee and to truly get out there and spend time with them. A lot of them I've known or have previously talked to, uh, but an opportunity for me to get outside uh, the state. And then just the reception. Um, I was with Coach Mack on Thursday, running into fans, people that recognize the logo and the reception that we got, people that are excited about the direction of where we're heading. Do you see what Hypo's doing, Ben? Do you see that? Oh, yeah. That's how you do it. That's how you that's how you talk to the recruits without talking to the recruits. You talk to the recruits while you're talking to the media. Yeah, you don't want to talk to the media. Yeah, the media's been on your butt probably. You damn mullin. Yeah, the media's gonna say some stuff that you don't like. But you gotta think bigger picture. You gotta use the media to get what you want. That's what Hypel is doing here. Look at this. Look at this. I was with Coach Mack on Thursday. Running into fans, people that recognize the logo, the reception that we got, people that are excited about the direction of where we're heading. Josh Hypo put some hot sauce on his burrito, baby. That's what he did. He put the extra on the top. That's how you do it. And he's not the only one who's done that before. Bush Jones did a good job of doing that. You got to talk to the recruits, man, through the media. Ben, sir, what stood out to you from uh, Vol Calls, Josh Heupel's comments? Uh, some other comments that he had in relation to recruiting. He was asked about having tangible evidence to help oh, Tennessee in recruiting. This is good, Ben. And he said that it is dramatically different. There's proof in the pudding. We've showed what what you're going to do at Tennessee and why you're going to do it. Now there's eight weeks of product and folks are seeing our exciting brand of football, the aggressive nature on both sides of the ball. People watching see us improving and the direction we are headed. That, that definitely stood out to me and it's, it's true. Tennessee uh, is, is trending well on the recruiting trail at the moment. Not not in the sense that they're going to go out and sign a, a top five, top ten, top fifteen class, um, but I, I think that Tennessee is well positioned to to firmly finish in the top twenty five, possibly sneak into the top twenty, and I, I think Tennessee is going to have a good chance at at going out and and making a a big impact on the the transfer portal recruiting trail, uh, make an impact in the portal oh, uh, to, to, to couple with. Some some big time players here in its recruiting class. I, I think that they're going to go out and be able to land down down the stretch. Nathan called in at the end of hour two, and 
uh, we had to cut him off because we were hitting the top of the, the hour break, and he, he asked us uh, a question and called back in during the break and said he also wanted to ask about recruiting and how the NCAA investigation has hampered Tennessee recruiting so far this cycle. It, it absolutely has, but uh, now that Tennessee has some evidence on the football field of, of what they will be on the football field, I, I think that's helping uh, the recruits overcome the the weariness of the NCAA investigation. And, and the NCAA investigation is hurting Tennessee because other schools are using it against Tennessee, obviously, in the sense of, hey, if if you go to Tennessee, you're not going to play in the postseason. For, you, you're not for gonna four play years. In a bowl band, you'll, you'll never. It, yeah, four or five years, it don't, it don't matter. Tennessee's going to get hit hard. And they were they're they're losing out on scholarships, which which means they won't have good players around you. So that that's how it's hurting Tennessee and recruiting. The these other coaches are are taking it a step further and and lying to the recruits. And I don't blame other coaches for doing that. I'd be doing the same thing if they were Alabama, Georgia, Florida, and I was a coach at Tennessee. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, the the investigation has definitely hampered recruiting, and I think Tennessee is slowly starting to overcome that because of the product that they have put on the field. You're a smart guy, Ben. I know. Who's on the phone? Uh, it is D.R. Vall. D.R. Vall. Good morning. I agree. Ben, ben could be smart when he wants to. You it's know, a, it's, you about, know it's it. about application with Ben. About application. About, yeah. You know, my parents said that about me as well. Interesting. You know what you say say about that with the recruiting, though. I mean, especially if you're going against a guy like up against Missouri or South Carolina, you go there, you're not going to play in the postseason either. But it's because their coaches suck. <laughs> you can say that too. You can say that too. It's it's dirty, man. Recruiting is a dirty game. That's 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 one thing about like people like Swain. You should coach. It's like I don't think I want to do. It deal with that stuff it's so it's so dirty oh man but it's what it's what you have to be able to endure and playing that that pig pen if you want to, to be coaching in this conference and collect that check and win so it is what it is there and it ain't what it ain't and it be what it be right ben and it is what it is i already said that i thought you were smart you know i want to touch on the recruiting real quick in the move kentucky game but that right there, with Oklahoma State coming out yesterday, that's like a kick in my, you know, area. It took, took the wind out of me, man, because that, so that happened five years ago, and they're just now getting a ruling on that, and that's not going to help recruiting at all. But you're and emotional, Diarval. This is what we know about you. How many times have we? Emotional. How many times have we had to walk you off the ledge? Uh, this will be the second time this week. <laughs> you, you emotional, man. <laughs> you always emotional. Because I care. <laughs> I know, man. I know. I, listen, I understand. Trust me, I get it. I'm messing with you. Well, that coach had me in my feels too, man. Like you can tell, he loved his loves his kids and the stupidity of what they're going after that kid for. Something that's legal now, and it really worries me for us. Yep, yep. I mean, how about uh, you know, Cockburn over there, in Illinois? I mean, he has to Coburn. Cockburn. I like to call him Cockburn. Coburn over there, Illinois. I forgot you like to. Sup. Um, he, he has to sit out three games because um, he gave some some gear to a 
organization that raised money for charity, but it happened before the NIL was illegal. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, we've, we've seen all kinds of examples of the NCAA just being being terrible. King of hypocrisy. Yep. I, I can't wait, though, if playing for their new commercial about how much they love athletes. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait when they have that commercial of a, a young boy wearing some new, brand new Jordans outside playing basketball. <laughs> like it's realistic. <laughs> oh, I'll never forget that. How tore up you were. You talked about that every day for about two weeks. <laughs> that uh, bothered me. That's how you know it's fake. <laughs> little black kid outside and Jordan Levins playing basketball. That ain't real. <laughs> that kid putting them shoes in a in a box the moment he gets home. That is not realistic. <laughs> and Ben, you said it in the first hour, man. I I'm cautiously optimistic. I'm telling you, it's what worries me. I, I feel great about this game Saturday and you'd said about battle in the trenches. Are winning the trenches and with K being healthy, I don't think that's going to be a problem either. So I'm, yeah, I'm, I don't, uh, I don't worry about to, to Turkey Man's phone call about the trenches. I don't. I'm more worried about the defensive line going up against their offensive line than I am our offensive line going up against their defensive line uh, because yeah. their their offensive line is a a bunch full of NFL offensive linemen, whereas. Uh, on their defensive front, you, you really have to worry about two guys, and that's Josh Paschal, their their defensive end, who is a beast. He, he's one of the better players in the SEC. He'll play in the NFL for a long time if he can stay healthy. And 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 their outside backer, uh, Jordan Wright, uh, he he's good off the edge. Uh, th- those are the only two guys that you really got to worry about. Uh, they have Justin Rogers, former five star, up the middle because they've got some guys banged up uh, up the middle. What has he done? He has done nothing. He's okay. just he's just I mean he's not bad, but he's not Is he a five star? Is he is he playing like a five star? He's not a difference maker. That oh. that's what I was about to say. So no. Uh so whereas uh, along the offensive line, they have Dare Rosenthal, who's who's really solid, transferred from LSU. You have Darian Kennard, who um maybe could have been a first round pick last year, decided to come back and, and will flirt with a first round draft pick. This year, uh, the the interior of their line is strong as well with Luke Fortner. I mean, they're, they're really solid along the offensive line. So uh, I, I trust Matt, Matt Butler, and I trust Rodney Garner to have his group ready to go. I like that Tennessee has some experience with, with Caleb Tremblay and Jaquan Blakely and Latrell Bumpus. Uh, Amari Thomas is, is really taking a step mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. In, in the middle of this season. So I, I do like where, where Tennessee's – D-line is at, but Kentucky's O-line is just, is just better, quite frankly. You know what I worry about? I worry they're going to pull that crap that Ole Miss did. Not necessarily as much, but if we get in a rhythm, like say go up 14-0 or something like that, they start having uh, injuries do on it. the field. Do it. <laughs> I think they're going to do it. I really do. Do it. Do it. Y'all ain't got my corral, so whatever. Yeah, I mean, we know they don't mind playing dirty. It's simulating the snap count. Guys, I'll get off here. Swain, I read something about you yesterday, man. I it ain't true. Out of it ain't true. I ain't oh. do it. Oh, I wasn't on message boards yesterday. Oh. I'm, I'm talking about non-message boards. Now, that on the message boards, I, I, anything on there, I presume to be true until I find out otherwise. <laughs> but uh, you're a good dude, man. I, I love and appreciate this show. Uh, I have listened to you for years. And uh, a lot's changed in my life, but this has been constant. I, I appreciate everything. And, uh, Ben, no matter what Alan P.A. says, you're not half bad either. <laughs> Happy for you, D.R. Vaughn, man. 
uh, pumped to see the positive changes in your life as well. Uh, man, you can make some positive changes in your life, too, and be like, uh, Diarval, when you go and get your levels checked, and if you are feeling tired, you're feeling grumpy, you've noticed a weight gain, or a loss in muscle mass, these could all be signs of low testosterone, low thyroid, or even sleep apnea. So, you can make these positive changes in your life, but it starts with the annual health assessment. Go and get your numbers checked. If they find that your testosterone was low, you have some amazing options right in front of you because now Low T Center offers con- the convenience of a monitored self-inject at-home testosterone treatment plan. And it's just $155 a month for self-pay or co- covered by most health insurance. They ship directly to your home. It's only $155 a month for monitored self-inject treatments, and they ship directly to you. That is Low T Center and LowTCenter.com. Let's see what's up on this text box over here. What's your mail things, man? I second that statement. I appreciate that. All right, that's enough about me. I'm you know, getting a little uncomfortable. B of all BT says, why does everyone have K going seventh round to undrafted? Because he hasn't um, been a world beater at tackle. His natural position is guard. He had an opportunity to kind of um, show his versatility at tackle, but because of the injuries and, and because of you know the, the depth, uh, it's put him in some bad spots. So that's probably why you see some – some boards have him lower, but he got four games. He got the combine. He, he'll do the, you know, the, 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 the evaluations. And Trey Smith has proven it just don't matter. It don't matter. You played in the SEC. You played at Georgia. Played at Tennessee. K's going to be okay. Nelson says, I need you to go in the archi- archives. Can we find the Matt Jones McDonald's drive through interview? No, nah, I don't know where that thing is. What year was that? Was that two years ago? Feels right. I think it was two years ago. Counts says, so we out here cruiting. Woo! Yeah, we cruiting. Yeah, we cruiting. I'm looking forward to seeing what happens in the next 60 days. That's about right. Forty-five. Let's say 45 days. That's right, Ben. 45 days. You smart, right? 45 days is right. You told me I wasn't, so I guess not. Yeah, that's right. I shouldn't ask you. 45 days. I'm sticking with that. Uh, Matt County Vol says, can we give an explanation on what's going on with Oklahoma State basketball NCAA? Uh, basically, they, they cooperated, and it didn't really benefit them. That's the short version because we are up against it, and I want to get to – the messages here on text box. Uh, Burrow of all says, I feel like we have a similar plan to South Carolina. They want to keep everything in front. Uh, we had lots of quick screens, and then we moved to runs up the middle. Kentucky is South Carolina with a better running game. Thoughts? Um, Kentucky is better, for sure. And I think if you are Tennessee, you're going to dink and dunk and force Kentucky to get aggressive and bite up on some of those screens. If you are Kentucky, you're going to try to jump some of those. I mean, Tennessee has been doing them consistently all season long. Um, We haven't seen a DB even get close to intercepting one of those passes. So 
you know, since he has to make sure that the coaches above are able to notice, all right, they're getting aggressive now. This is our time to take our, take our shot. So this is going to be a great game of chess, which I didn't know Darnell Wright was so good at until Tennessee Prime. Did you know that, Ben? Yeah, because I sat here and listened to Tennessee Prime. Did you know that before then? Nope. No, I didn't know that either. Did not know that. Uh, ATL VFL said Missouri brought one back. That's right. Missouri did bring one back against us. Um, we were talking about special team. So that's why I think it's a wash. Uh, GBL says Walter Nolan, crystal ball to Texas A&M. No, that's no surprise there. He had a really good time, went back for a second time, and it was going to be between Tennessee and Texas A&M. We'll see what happens. His, let me know when he signs. Yeah, exactly. Let me know when he signs. Jared in Texas says, Revelation has 22 chapters. Correct. Correct. That's why Neil Mafia's call was a joke. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Vaughn Birmingham says, if we're going to have transfers, they need to leave before the deadline so we can, have, so we can get the extra scholarship spots. Um, let's see here. Voss. Uh DSG Vols says Vols 45, Kentucky 24. I think the Vols are about to play a complete game like South Carolina and Missouri. I mean, I hope the outcome is, is like that. I guarantee the coaches don't think that was a complete game by how they dropped the ball on special teams in both games. But I feel what you're saying. That felt like a more complete game than any other game because of the outcome. I get it. Bo from Riceville, as a former offensive lineman, I'm telling Tramiel that big that us big uglies love the cold. Well, the Mays brothers do not like the cold. <laughs> they, they, they said that to Tennessee Prime. I was like, no, don't say that. Say you love it. Lie. Lie to everybody. Say that you love the cold. Don't tell you that you don't like the cold. I was surprised when they said that. Because usually offensive linemen – like Bo, like the cold. Normal people don't like the cold. <laughs> like you, there's something wrong with you if you enjoy cold weather. <laughs> and, and when I say cold weather, I'm talking 30, 39 or less. Like any, anything below 40 is cold. And, and if you enjoy anything below 40, you, you there's something wrong with you. You're probably right. The Brady says, uh, asked if I'm, Doing a high school game this week. I'm not doing a high school game this week. I am done doing high school games for the regular season. So um, I did add some extra stuff to my plate. So high school football is removed from the plate, and other things have been added to the plate. Um, Ben, remember, I think it was last year. Actually, for the last two years, I've kind of tossed this idea off of you and bounced it off of you, and we just never did it. But I had a – VFL that I was talking to yesterday that was on his program last week suggest that we do this. I don't know if it's going to happen. I'm going to try to tie up the loose ends and see if this is something that we can do and do well. But remember we talked about doing an in-game broadcast? Yes. 
couple of years ago, and especially last year when COVID, when everybody was at the house. Of course, Manny's going to take our idea and run with it. And it's all awesome and stuff. Nice to see that Peyton listens to the show. <laughs> I know, right? Um, so I was talking to Wade yesterday about just for this game. It's an away game. It's Kentucky. Just for this game, possibly doing like an in-game broadcast. Now, we can't show the game during the broadcast because eh, it would be illegal. Um, but invite other VFLs on, kind of like the Manning cast. Um, that would be basically three hours and some change worth of content. And we, we would not be doing a bunch of stuff during the halftime, I would, I would imagine. Um, but I'm a, I, is that something you guys would, would pay attention to? Right quick, is that something that you guys would tap into if we if we did that like, like on YouTube or something? If we sent it to like maybe like t- YouTube, maybe Twitter, maybe Facebook, but that is that something that that you guys would tap into like if if me and some former players did a broadcast like during the show, like it'd be me and Wade for the entire of the, sh- of the game. But like, have some other dudes just pop in here and there, share kind of what they what they what they see. Who's calling the game this week? Let me see. Beth Mowens, Don oh, Davenport. Man, I don't want to do Beth Mowens like that. I don't want to do Don Dirty and somebody else I'd never heard of. Kirk Morrison, man, former former Raider, linebacker, good player. He does a good job. Where do you play in college? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I like this broadcast crew. I look. I am. People don't like Beth Mowens. I, I enjoy Beth. I Mullins. like Beth Mowens. I think she does a good job. On Davenport, very nice. Y'all don't be lying now. Don't be saying, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna be there. I'll, I'll be there. I'll be listening." Played at San Diego State. I just wanted to make sure he wasn't a for, former Kentucky linebacker. Dang, everybody's saying, "Yeah, Walkman, I'm Ford, Bo, oh hell yeah, Hat, Hat Daddy, absolutely, Land, Lando Fall. I watch it. I watch it." McElroy was was a commentator. Uh, Tina R. Yes. Motown Wang. Interesting name. Says, hells yeah. Aaron says, totally. Angela said, yes, do it. GTA Vol says, yes. Vol and Birmingham says, without a doubt. Joel says, absolutely. Chip says, that's a yes for me, dog. Big Shot Rob says, hell yeah, do it, Swain. <laughs> Four exclamation points. That's how Big Shot Rob would sound. Hell yeah, do it, Swain. As he's swimming in 30-degree weather in Colorado. Mad County Vol says, please do it. Ben says, shut up and leave. It's time to wrap up the show. That's what Ben's saying. He don't want to hear none of y'all suggestions anymore. <laughs> All right, so I'll talk the way. See if we can try to do it, man. See if we try to do it. For Ben McKee. I'm Jason Swain, Swain Event Fuel by Dead End Barbecue. Much love. Peace. We are out.